Hello, lovelies. Welcome to year three of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. If you're new to the show, please remember, back it up and see what you've been missing. Those of you who love it already, remember, I need you. I need you to like, to share, review, subscribe, and maybe even consider clicking that patron button. Let's grow our community so that we can grow and learn together. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me about rejection this week, all kinds of rejection. Um, rejection from someone that they thought they loved or could fall in love with, rejection from friends that they thought would be there for them. Um, well, any kind of rejection, you name it, it has been a theme. It has been coming up over and over again. And um, well, you know, when that happens, it means it's time to talk about it. I've had text messages and clients, and I even had a really um, interesting dream <laughs> that made me think about rejection in a different way, too. I don't know why it is that we pursue the people that reject us. And the dream was actually, well, partly inspired now that I'm saying it out loud, by a TV show. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Jane the Virgin and please don't judge me if you think it's cheesy. Um, I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm watching the most recent season. And like on all of the seasons, she is continually torn between these two men. There's a scene where in her mind she's going back and forth between the two. And this was very much what my dream was. Except in my dream, it was my ex-husband and my husband. And it was very interesting because it plays right into this idea that we pursue what rejects us and how absolutely ridiculous that is. So my ex-husband and I were married for nine years. We had been friends since we were children. He would say things to me. Now, little background. The entire time I was married to him, I weighed the same I did as a high school cheerleader right? I was in good shape. I was fit and everything. But he could never tell me that. He could never tell me that I looked good. He would say, you look good, but you could look better. I was a teacher at the time. And I taught usually the special ed cluster um, with, you know, of course, gifted children and stuff thrown into the mix. But usually the most needy or emotional kids um, would end up with me. And if I was stressed or worried or concerned, if I had a bad day and I came home and I needed to be comforted or maybe even to cry, he would say, I'm worried about you. I think you need meds. This was not support. This was rejection. And yet I didn't see it clearly till I stepped out of it because I, I loved him. I thought I did. And it was really interesting because in this dream, there was an aside that reminded me of something that I thought about or heard as a child. Um, it's the whole idea of the difference between puppy love and real love. I thought I understood it, but I might not have until, you know, this morning. <laughs> they say that puppy love is, I love you because I need you. And that real love is, I need you because I love you. I remember thinking I would die without this man, that if something were to happen to him, I would never be okay again. 
And yet he said things to me like, you could look better. Do you need meds? <laughs> right? Is that love? What is our real hierarchy of need? Do we, do we need, do we desire to feel like we can't live without someone? Or is it better to feel empowered by them? My husband empowers me. He tells me I'm beautiful every day. I no longer weigh what I did in high school. He tells me that I am the most strong woman he's ever met. He lifts me up and he makes me stronger. And while I don't want to entertain the idea of anything happening to him, if it were, I would be stronger because he had been by my side. I am, in retrospect, grateful for the past rejection because it makes me value today. And if you're being rejected by a person, if you're being rejected by a friend, if you're being rejected by a job, say thank you, universe, because rejection is freedom. Do you understand? Until we differentiate what power means, we will be attracted to the relationships that tear us down. We are drawn into relationships in order to come to terms with power, with creation, with manifestation, and with imposing our will upon others. To think that someone else should be responsible for our happiness or our strength, to give them that power, allows them to tear us apart. It disempowers us. And that is not what this life is for. We did not come to life school to fall beneath the feet of another. Have you ever looked back on a relationship and realized it was different than you thought? Or that their perception was so much different than yours? This is because all relationships serve a different purpose right? When we are seeking for security, when we are seeking for someone to fill in the broken pieces of us, to, to fill in the holes and make us complete, then we are seeking someone who will be too afraid to do it. And they will tear us down instead of lift us up. We want to be strong and powerful and to help them be as well. True power comes from that balance. Let me make you more and you make me more. Not because we complete each other or fill in the broken pieces, but because we believe in each other and we are fearless in our ability to help the other feel strong and confident. My husband sees no threat in supporting me. Not because he thinks he's better than me, but because he's happy to see me succeed. He doesn't need to make me think I am not good enough in order to feel safe. 
And I don't need to make him feel not good enough in order to feel safe. I used to have that flaw, for sure. It's like if I tell the person that they're beautiful, will they think they're too beautiful for me? If I tell the person I need them, will they run? What the hell, you guys? We all do that. Women, as a stereotype, we are the worst. Pursuing someone who doesn't want us. I, I was just texting with a client today who is in desperate pursuit of a man who does not want her. Why? 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 Rejection is a gift. Get out of my way so I can have my best life. So I can find someone who values me. Beloved, don't you get it? Please tell me you get it. Don't run after someone who's not running for you, to you, with you, side by side. Rejection is a gift. See it. Don't deny it. Why do we have to stare at rejection so long sometimes before we free ourselves? Why do we question it? Why do we care? Why do we want them to think that we are better? Who cares? Get them out of the way and find someone who makes you stronger because they believe in you, not because they feel fill in the pieces. We are here for our own power and confidence. And that does not include tearing someone else down. Some of you know I've been on a little bit of a Gary Zukov kick <laughs> lately. Um, here's what he says. Each interaction with each individual is part of a continual learning dynamic. When you interact with another, an illusion is part of this dynamic. This illusion allows each soul to perceive what it needs to understand in order to heal. It creates like a living picture show, the situation that's the situations that are necessary to bring into wholeness the aspects of each soul that require healing. The illusion is the learning vehicle. Guys, Yes, love is an illusion. Life is an illusion. Friendships are an illusion. It's all an illusion. It can be ripped out from under us at any minute. And maybe it should. Do we take the same class every day forever? No. We hope to move on to the next one. Eventually to graduate. It's an illusion of yourself, you know? I realize that too. Now, speaking to you, saying these words out loud, I realize that my previous relationship, I, I wasn't the best support of myself either. I told myself I could look better. I told myself that I was overwhelmed. I don't do that anymore. And so my life, like a mirror, that perfect cause and effect, that karma, 
my partner reflects that too. Understanding of the self. <laughs> That's what it's all about, isn't it? Every single time. And what are we doing? We're utilizing power. The power of cause and effect. The power of karma. The power of manifestation. Because no matter what we tell ourselves, we will manifest in kind with what we actually believe. Again, this is what Gary Zukov says. He says, power is energy that is, in, that is formed by the intentions of the soul. It is a light shaped by the intentions of love and compassion guided by wisdom. It is energy that is focused and directed toward the fulfillment of the tasks of the soul upon the earth and the development of the personality as a physical instrument of the soul appropriate to those tasks. We come here to learn things, beloved. We come here to discover things about ourselves. And so we will attract to us what we need. And if what we need is rejection, that is what we will get. Rejection is not a cue to go chasing after the thing that pushed us away. Rejection is a cue to grow, to learn, to use that shit as fertilizer, to become better and stronger. It's all about us realizing that the relationship, that sacred marriage, that thing that we've been seeking all along is the self to the self. And when that is aligned, then partnership happens in a way that is healthy, whether it is partnership as a life partner, right? A, a husband, a wife, a, a companion of that sort. In friendships, even in a parent-child relationship, we have to quit holding other people responsible for who we are and how we feel. Two people can experience the same day and one can come out sad and exhausted while the other one comes out thrilled and delighted. And this is all about what's on the inside. Sure, some people are funny and they make us laugh, right? Some people lift our burdens and take them away. But with what energy are they doing that? Is it control or empowerment? Gary says, when you hold someone responsible for what you experience, you lose power. You cannot know what the other person will do. Therefore, when you depend upon another person for the experiences that you think are necessary for your well-being, you will continually live in the fear that they will not deliver. You guys have heard me say it. Make a promise to yourself, not to someone else. Make a promise to you. Don't ask someone else to make a promise to you. You make a promise to you. Say, I will, and then keep that promise. Because when you trust you, you attract to you people you can trust. Our outer world is a mirror for the inner. Beloved, when we are seeking for someone else to fill in that space for us, we are 
seeking dominion over them. We're seeking to control them, their actions, their desires, their beliefs. And that never works. That cripples people. That makes them resentful. That is external power. And again, Gary says, <laughs> and I do like him, here you are seeking external power. There is only emptiness there. When you seek to dominate another, you dominate no one but disempower yourself. All you do when you put your well-being in the hands of someone else is disempower yourself. You take away trust in yourself and faith in yourself. You quit believing that you are enough. What did I do in my past? I worked out like a crazy person. I counted every calorie. I tried relentlessly to stand in the right position, to do all the right things, to get him to say something different than you look great, but you could look better. It didn't matter. I, the universe was trying to fill that need for me. I had strangers on the street. I had his friends telling me I was amazing, asking me what I was doing with him, telling me they would take me away. <laughs> I couldn't hear that because I was seeking validation from someone who was rejecting me. You guys, that's so ridiculous. Don't go running after who and what rejects you. Stand beside those who find you amazing. And if you haven't attracted them into your world yet, Manifest them by becoming it for yourself. See that you are amazing just as you are. Even if for now all you can see that is amazing is that you are a perfect outworking of cause and effect. That what you have believed and what you have experienced has created what is around you, and that those very things have the power to transform it. Love and respect yourself. And if you attempt to do that and realize you're not doing your best, guess what? That's fixable. Can't fix anybody else. Can't change anybody else's mind. They might tell you that you did. That was another um, scene I saw in Jane the Virgin last night. <laughs> she realized that someone had been telling her all the things she wanted to hear. Just trying to help her feel safe and happy instead of doing what was right for him. That's a mistake too, you guys. You can't do it for someone else. You have to do it for you. They can't do it for you. They have to do it for themselves. No one loves us enough to get sober, be happy, find a job. Well, anything. It's always the self to the self. All that to say, <laughs> rejection is the gift that the universe gives us when we don't clear the path on our own. So if someone walks away, Reflect on your role if you played one, and if you did, heal that space within yourself. 
And if not, say thank you universe for making space for my something better. There's always something better. Assuming that you learn. <laughs> if you continue to do the same bullshit, you will continue to manifest the same bullshit and the bullshit will only get bigger and stronger. But if you've been here with me for the past 20 minutes, I'm willing to bet you're not one of those people. Let's learn. Let's grow. Because we're all in this together. Until next time, beloved. Namaste. Hello, my name is Julie. I know Jennifer from Addison House Fair as a psychic. Then our children goes to the sand summer camp called Love is My Superpower. I asked her comfort when I lost my beloved grandparents, seeking for their message and wisdom and just need a little help with my grief. And I was also seeking her support when I have a miraculous baby, which I agree that Jennifer told me the baby is all my life lesson. But not until when she starts her podcast. I see her true value. What that means is she is more than a psychic. What I believe is her message is to allow everyone learn along with her and, on, and then be the best they can on their own spiritual path. Rules are, rules are simple, but Jennifer teaches them to everyone using different stories, analogies, uh, illustration, words from different books and cultures. Then it becomes easy for us to gasp on those truths. So we can all become our own psychic and mature in our own spiritual path. We then can be more self-sufficient and help our friends, family, co-workers, and anyone around us to be where we need to be for our highest good in this lifetime and a benefit for our soul. I hope you enjoy her podcast as much as I do and you find the blessing in every moment in your life. If you really like her podcast, consider support her in any way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Lessons from the Universe with Jennifer Hall. It is my privilege to have your ear and your time. Come out, find me on social media, visit one of my seminars, book an educational session. However it is that I can support you, I'm here. Remember, beloved, there's a little brunette with a podcast who's got your back.